Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, in spite of Jane's pleading, her niece Betty refuses to say who the fellow is she's been going out with. She did mention he's a musician. She did not add he was in his 40s. This episode takes place about 10 o'clock at night and is in alternating scenes between David's studio apartment and the Ace's bungalow where Mr. Ace is waiting up for a showdown with Betty. But first to the apartment where we find David at the piano. Betty nearby. Listen. Going to town, as your jitterbugs would say. Now, don't talk down to me again, David. I'm not a child. <laughs> yes? Yes? Of course I was playing the piano. How'd you like it? Oh, really? Going to bed at this early hour? Well, who is this, might I ask? Up there? Mrs. Who? Well, Mrs. Uh, Gibbon, perhaps if I try something in a soothing vein, or perhaps, uh... Yes? Yes. Yes. Well, try a sleeping powder. And the old buzzard. David, is that somebody complaining? Yes, imagine. Complaining about my playing. Well, it is rather late. Nonsense. It's never too late for music. Besides, I'm in the mood. But maybe if you played a little softer. Me? Play Rachmaninoff soft? It don't be absurd, Betty. Besides, I want you to talk to me, David. You've hardly said a word since dinner. Music is the universal language, child. And stop calling me child. That's <laughs> so loud, David. She'll only be calling you again and making trouble. Oh, Betty, what is the matter? Yes, Mrs. Gibbons. Oh, the superintendent. Yes. Yes, I have been. How'd you like it? Oh, what a pity. Shall I play louder so you can hear down there? Oh, but my dear man, you knew I was a musician the day I moved in. You saw my piano. You even engineered moving it in. What do you think I did with it? Used it for something to set a vase of flowers on? David, don't. Well, I'm sorry, old man, but I'm in the mood for Ross Malinoff tonight. David, don't talk like that. I don't care what you do. Tonight, I shall have music. Now you've done it. Then what? Is it against the law to play the piano? But at this hour, David, after all, there's a strict rule in these apartments about noise. Noise? Betty, do you call my music noise? Of course not, but I meant... Well, well, all the apartments my uncle manages have a strict ten o'clock rule. Well, your uncle will have to change that rule for me, I'm afraid. Oh, it's quite customary in all the apartment houses. If you go on this way, you'll only make trouble for yourself. And if the superintendent here reports it to my uncle, he'll start asking questions, and he might find out about you. Well, what's there to find out? And me. 
I still repeat what's there to find out. Well, it's just that I don't want them to know who you are. Now, look here, Betty. I've told you time and time again you're coming here too often. Please, don't start that again. All right, back to my music. No, David, can't we just talk? Oh, I can't keep up with you and your mood. You have to play so loud. There's the telephone again. Stop it, it's the telephone. Don't let it ring. But you must answer it, David. Not I, you answer it. And let the superintendent find me here. Well, let it ring. It isn't bothering me. Ring away. Yes. <laughs> going to listen to what I tell her, she's going to be sent back home. Now, this is final. I'm having a talk with her tonight, once and for all. Oh, all right, dear, but sit down. Look at you walking to and from. Well, I'm working myself up to a good-sized man. Yes, we got the idea. And you stay out of this, Marge. Don't you start sticking up for her when she comes in. Me? I should say not. I've always said she deserved to be told a thing or two, and I'm glad you finally decided to let her have it. Well, but, I... Dear, can't you do it in a sort of a roustabout way? Do you have I'll to... I'll be fuss... roustabout, all right. Imagine her telling me to mind my own business this afternoon when I told her she was going out to... Much. Well, she told me worse than that. Well, you had no business going down to the office in the first place. Well, I was just trying to find out where she goes. Yes, by having Koki trailer. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. Tell us that again, Jane. What happened? Well, like I told you, Koki was in the lobby with this disguise on. Yes. It was his idea wearing that disguise, mm-hmm. a black beard and a mustache. Yes, go on, Jane. Well, I came out of the office with Betty and walked down the lobby, and Koki was supposed to follow her. Well, when she wouldn't come home with me, I said, well, goodbye, Betty. And she says, so long, Aunt Jane. So long, Cokie. Yeah, how do you like that? <laughs> I'd have liked to see an expression on Cokie's face. <laughs> oh, you couldn't on account of his beard. You couldn't see his face. <laughs> I don't know how she knew him. He was standing there in a corner waiting to follow her. Oh, poor Cokie. Listen, Marge, now this isn't funny. The girl's got to be taught to respect anything we ask of her, and I'm going to see that she does. That's quite a job you've got out for yourself there. Well, I can handle it. Tonight we're having having a showdown. Oh, you can't talk to her, dear. Didn't I try it? Oh, heaven only knows what you said. I said everything you're supposed to. Yes. I told her that we didn't care if she went out with somebody, only we want to know who he is. Mm-hmm. I told her I always told my mother who I went out with, and she said, you're not my mother. And I said, I'm your mother's sister. I told her I used to tell my mother's sister who I went out with, and I did, too. You remember my aunt, dear. Well, uh, yes, yes, I guess so. Aunt Celia, you remember. Even after I started going with you, she kept thinking I was still going with uh, George Trusom. George, who who was that? Oh, some fellow I used to go with before you came along. Oh, I was second choice. Huh? Oh, third, dear. There was Ronald Coleman ahead of both of you. Oh, there <laughs> was, was there? Oh, now, who's that? Oh, I'll answer it, dear. What time's it getting to be, anyhow? A quarter after ten. A quarter after ten? Hello? But fine time for her to be getting in. Uh, who is this, please? Who is it for? Mitchell. Mitchell, is that for me, Jane? Yes, sir, Mr. Mitchell. Who's Mr. Mitchell? Oh, one of our apartment superintendents. More trouble now. That's all I need. A fire, maybe, or... Uh, hello, Mitchell. Yes? Well, well, tell him to stop playing. He said what? Now, now, look, I'm not in any mood to be fooling around with guys like that. What's his name? Page? David? Page? Well, I'll take him up first thing tomorrow morning. Well, what do you want me to do now? This is no time to... They're complaining. Well, 
I'll come right over. I'll put a stop to that. I'll be right over. Oh, uh, wait a dear. Some guy in one of the apartments making a lot of racket. I'm going to have to go over there. No. Well, what can I do? Everybody's no. complaining over there. I'll be right back. I'll settle him in two minutes. Now, you keep Betty up till I get back. If she gets back ahead of you, we will. Uh, she better if she knows what's good for her. I have to drag the car out of the garage at this hour. Uh, your hat's here. I don't need a hat. I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, he'll catch cold. Oh, no, he won't. The only thing I'm afraid of is that not, that night air will cool him too much. He won't have as much to say to Betty when he gets back. young lady. Oh, that was beautiful, David. Beautiful. A very much overused, meaningless, and incompetent word, Betty. Well, it was. Okay, let it go at that. What now? Oh, no, don't play any more, David. Tired of my music? Of course not, but it's it just... Afraid of our neighbor? Well, it was rather loud, David, and it, it is rather late. Oh, yes, it is. At past ten. Late enough for you to be going home. Oh, no, we haven't had a chance to talk all evening. Too late now. What do you want to hear? Beethoven, Bach, Liszt? Uh, some more Rachmaninoff. Not now. Why not? We seem to have reconciled our friend, the superintendent, to our music. He hasn't called for the past half hour. Well, don't start him again, please. Oh, somebody at the door. Well, who do we have here? Oh, wait a minute, David. What? Wait before you open it. I don't want him to see me here. Nonsense. If it's the superintendent, he might recognize me. He works for my uncle. He's been in the office several times. I'll just step in here. Yes, 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 yes. Coming, coming. Yes? Uh, Mr. Page? Yes. Uh, I'm Mr. Age. We have charge of these apartments here. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Mitchell, our superintendent here, called me and told me there's been a lot of racket going on here tonight. Racket? I don't understand. Oh, uh, that piano there. Oh, yes, yes. I was playing. Yes, and uh, he just now told me that there's a uh, company here. Company? Yes. Is there somebody else here? Not a soul. Oh, uh, I see, yes. Oh, uh, Mr. Page, I see you bought one of those cute little doll hats. Are you going to wear one this season? Hats? Yes, this thing here. You know, I just can't get up the courage to wear one. Let's see how it looks on you. I get it, Mr. Ace. Uh, uh, you may come out now. Yeah, she may come... She... Betty! Yes, what of it? Betty, is it? Do you mean... So you found out, so what of it? Just a minute. Is this the man that you... Mr. Page, I want to ask you not to see this young lady again. I quite understand, Mr. Hayes. David, don't let him talk and like that. And you're coming home with me this minute. Now, get on this hat here. David! Well, good night, Betty. It's goodbye. Of course, of course. I was only saying to the child before you came in that she was overdoing it. Oh, you were. Come on, you. I've been saving up all evening something to say to you. It'll just take the time it takes to drive. Is that quite right, Marge? Absolutely. Oh, where is she? Why doesn't she come home ahead of me? I know what I'll do. I'll turn this clock back. You'll do nothing of the kind. Well, he's going to be awfully mad, Marge. Where could she be if I only knew where to call her up or something? Oh, here comes somebody. Betty, is that you, Betty? Who is it? Is that you, Ed? Yes, it's I. Oh, I was hoping it was Betty. And look what I brought home. Betty! I'm going to bed. Just a minute, young lady. Where'd you find her? In that apartment I just went to see about. What? Well, what? Mr. Page entertained for Miss Taylor this evening. Betty! Yes, Mr. Page entertained to hear her tell it with Beethoven, Bach, and Rachmaninoff. Betty, it's bad enough with one man, but who are those other three? What? <laughs> oh, isn't that all? Well, they've learned Betty's secret. 
Just what becomes of her crush with Mr. Page, we learn when next we meet the Easy Ace.